It's time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. Surprise, surprise. I am back with a pre-Thanksgiving edition of the Pipeline Podcast presented by Ruoff Mortgage. A Wednesday travel day edition, if you will. And I say that because I always like to have something to listen to the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You're either driving to a relative's house, you're getting your house ready for the relatives, you're doing some last-minute grocery shopping, picking up the turkey, whatever it is. It's nice to have something to listen to to occupy your mind. So I thought, what better way to provide that than with a new edition of the Pipeline Podcast. And this week, we're going to be speaking with a new Blue Jackets prospect. It's the player they drafted in the third round, 66th overall in the 2023 draft. That is William Whitelaw. Whitelaw is an American-born forward. He hails from Minnesota and stands at 5'9", 173 pounds. And he's not unlike some of the other Blue Jackets draft picks we've talked to so far this season, whether it's a Gavin Brindley or Luca Pinelli. Maybe a little bit undersized, but a tenacious player with lots and lots of skill. And what he did in his draft year playing in the USHL with the Youngstown Phantoms demonstrates that. He had 90 penalty minutes, and he led the Phantoms with 61 points through 62 games, 36 goals, 25 assists, and he also took them to a USHL championship. He was a point-per-game player in the postseason, five goals and four assists in nine games. That was before his freshman season at the University of Wisconsin, where he's off to a solid start this season. The Badgers are a top 10 team nationally, and he's got six points on two goals and four assists in his first 12 games. So this is a guy that the Blue Jackets like a lot. Like I said, he's a relentless player, maybe a little bit undersized, but he has finishing ability. He's just a very, very solid hockey player and a guy that I think has a very bright future in the Blue Jackets organization. So how about we don't waste any more time and get to know him? Here he is, Blue Jackets prospect, William Whitelaw. How did you get started in hockey? I know you're originally from Minnesota, so it's a big-time hockey state. Is that how you got into it? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, uh, you grew up in Minnesota. There's... 10,000 lakes and uh, those are all outdoor rinks so I just uh, I grew up like going to the park as a kid and just skating on the outdoor rinks there with uh, my with my dad and um, and then like going to like the Invergrove Community Center like uh, open public skates and that's where I would skate uh, growing up for for as long as I can remember just like learning the game like on the pond or outside at the park or at the Invergrove Community Center so that's how I kind of got into hockey. So it started literally on the pond for you? Yeah, I mean, there's. I think that's pretty much every Minnesota kid. Uh, there's always a lake nearby or a, like an outdoor park that has a rink, so just easy to go out there and uh, play hockey. So, all right, I gotta ask you when you go back home and visit during the winter. Now, I know it's probably a little bit more difficult when you're you're in the middle of the season and everything, but you still get out there on the lakes and play hockey on the frozen lakes now. Oh yeah, there's uh there's like a pond behind uh, my house, and I go uh I go out there and skate when I can and just shovel off with some of my buddies. So yeah, I mean uh just go out there and just have a good time, and I think it's just awesome to be able to go be able to go out and skate on the lake with your buddies. Oh, that sounds amazing. Where's the best place that you've ever skated outdoors? I know everybody. You know, there's a bunch of cool spots in Canada and things like that. Have you ever done anything really really special? Yeah, I mean, uh, my uh, team when I was younger, uh, we played in Whistler, British Columbia, 
and we went in and uh, skated out there like uh, on this pond with a bunch of mountains around it. So it was pretty cool. Before we get into more on your hockey career, tell me about some other sports that you played growing up. Like I imagine a young William Whitelaw, you're getting into hockey. Were you playing other sports though coming up? Yeah, I mean, I think every kid uh, plays a little soccer growing up. So I played uh, soccer when I was really young. Uh, it wasn't really my thing, but I started playing. I played uh, I played lacrosse for a little bit, quit, and then I picked it back up. When I was a little older, I, I played lacrosse from when I was like 11 to probably uh, 15, 16. Okay. And, then, and then I just started focusing on hockey after that. But I love lacrosse, and lacrosse is an awesome sport for me to play. And uh, I loved it. My team was really good, too, so. All right. So lacrosse was the thing you took most seriously outside of uh, outside of hockey. Yeah, for sure. At what point did you fall in love with the game and really start making hockey your life? Because you talked about, you know, you like skating on the outdoor rinks. You'd go to the community center and play. But at what point did hockey essentially take over your life? I mean, yeah, I think as a little kid, like I always leaned towards hockey. And that was the thing that I loved the most. But I think like, honestly, for me, like, uh, when I made the brick team as when I was like nine years old, uh, I just remember like being at home and like coach called me saying I made it. And like, I was probably uh, the happiest kid ever. And I was just super excited to be able to go and play in that tournament. And after then, like, I, I just started to keep falling in love with the game. And I think uh, probably like, I really noticed uh, that I could do something with hockey. I think is uh, when I got to Shattuck after leaving uh, Rosemont, I think like once you go there, you walk to the rink and, Sydney, you walk to the rink and, you know, Sydney Crosby walked the same walk. You did same with Taze and all those guys in Parisi. So I think uh, it's just something special. And obviously uh, they were able to do it there. So why can't you? And I think that was kind of my motto at Shattuck. So and that's like when I really knew that this is what I wanted to do. Since you brought up Shattuck St. Mary, it's a fantastic hockey school. You brought up some of the names right there. Sydney Crosby, Jonathan Taze, Zach Parisi, everybody has played there. How did you end up at Shattuck St. Mary's? Like, what was that decision to leave home and, and go there for you? Yeah, so uh, at Shattuck, uh, they run like a hockey camp every year. And so when I was in seventh grade, I went to the camp. I wasn't old enough to make any of the teams. And I just went there and kind of wanted to see what it was about. And I loved it. I went there with one of my buddies, lived in the dorm for a week and just fell in love with the place. And then uh, I played my seventh grade season at, in Rosemont and had a really good team with my PBAA team and we almost won a state championship and it was great and then after that uh I went and I tried out for Shattuck and I was fortunate enough to make it as an underager on the Bantam team and I mean it's a no-brainer that uh you can't turn that down I mean there's the history at the school the legacy the you, there's just nothing that can replicate that place and it's truly special and I, there's no way I could turn that place down did you play other sports there? Like, was lacrosse what you played there? Because I think what you hear about Sidney Crosby and he was on some other sports teams there. Is it something that you have to do at that school? Yeah. So, like, you don't have, like, they they used to make it so you had to do okay. it. And, uh, it wasn't really a thing when I was there. But when Tom Ward came back uh, my freshman year, um, we started, it was, like, I played tennis there a little bit. And so uh, that was, like, the main thing um, there. Like, you had to play, like, uh, sport another sport in like the off season whether it's like tennis I think soccer or just doing other stuff like outside the rink and just being a normal kid and, like that's one thing that they take pride on there is like being athletic and being able to do other things like in the off season after our workouts we'd play like kickball or football and stuff like that like in as a team in like the in like the turf area just to, like go out there and be a kid and do other fun things too so I think that's huge and it really helps brings your team closer and obviously just uh something to do and it gets your mind off things so 
Yeah, I love that. I feel like it's a great way to go about things. And it's just fun. And like you said, it helps a team come together. As far as what Shattuck did for your game, do you think you could possibly be where you are today without having gone to that school? No way. I don't think like you there's a three on three rank. You go to school three days a week. Um, you can go to the you can go five if you're behind in classes, but other than that, you can just go to the rink and skate. And I think like there's nothing that <laughs> Like you, like we go out in the rink, like before practice for hours, just going out there and shooting pucks and just having fun, bringing a speaker out. Like the way, like there, there's, there's just nothing to replicate it. It's like when you get there, it's just like the feeling there is just unbelievable. The coaching staff's great. I mean, I was fortunate enough to have all great coaches there and they're all great there. And it's just, it's the top of the line. You can't get any better. And I think like the attention to detail there is crazy from how you keep your stall, how you, how you present yourself at the rink, how you present yourself in the classroom. It's just like second to none. And it just teaches you how to grow up and be more mature. And I think that's one thing that I took away from it. And it was unbelievable. Obviously the ice there is great and being able to do all that stuff. And, but like the, the way like you grow up and like the way they teach you how to be uh, just like a great all around person and do like the right things and stuff like that. Like there's just truly nothing that you can, you can't get that anywhere else besides Shattuck. So I looked at some of the names that you played with while you were there. Who were some of your good buddies on that team? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Macklin Celebrini, obviously, and then yeah. Iceman. Um, the goalies, like, uh, we honestly, like, I just brought up those names because there's obviously uh, pretty going to be pretty high picks this year in the draft. Yeah. But I think uh, our whole team, like, we we were a family. We all lived in the dorm together. Like, there's like, I had 25 best friends. If that's how many kids are on my team, like, there wasn't one kid that. I didn't want to hang out with and stuff like that. Like we all like, we all loved each other and we do anything for each other. And that's just special to have that in a team. So. All right. We're way too early for a pre-draft scouting report, but you brought up the names, Macklin Celebrini and Cole Eiserman. Those guys are in the conversation to go number one overall. So for blue jackets fans that might be a little bit curious, what was it like to play with those guys? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, they made the, so I was on the team as a double underager the year before, and I was fortunate enough to play with a kid like Scott Morrow. It was obviously unbelievable. And then um, my uh, junior year, I stayed and got to play with uh, Celebrini and Eisman as they were double underagers. And I think, like, those kids just worked their bags off. Like, obviously, you see what they do on the rink in the game, but they, they, they don't do that stuff without doing the hard work they do off the ice. Like, I like shooting pucks with those guys, like, they don't shoot the puck to shoot the puck. They shoot to score every shot. And I think, like, if you're looking at a guy like Macklin Celebrini, like – the kid's an offensive dynamo. Like he can do anything you want offensively. The kid can score as many goals as he wants and he can make the plays that you don't see that he can, that, that are open. And uh, he's an all around really good 200 foot player and he's great on both ends of the rink. And uh, I don't, he's, he's the real deal. And then there's obviously Cole who obviously uh, the kid scores at will. He's super offensive, plays hard, very passionate and uh, super skilled. And he's just electrifying. Like you see the kid, gets the puck on the wing and he's just going to blow it. He doesn't need your goalie can be hundred percent square with him. And he's still going to blow it past him. So that's a little bit on both of those guys. Are you a hockey nerd? Like, would you consider yourself a hockey nerd that when you're not playing, you're watching? Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, that's one thing there that they did too. Like we'd have zoom calls every week that you can hop on and they just go over like certain clips and games and just like the little details of being strong on the walls and stuff like that. Like, like in the dorm, we have a lounge, there's a TV and, all, like for my uh, sophomore year during COVID, all the hockey kids lived together. We would sit in the lounge all night just 
together. I think that's just something uh, we take pride in. I think uh, when you see stuff in games that like you can help take place and translate it to yours. So I think like that's something I like to do is just watch a lot of hockey. All right. And watching games, who are some players in the league past or present that maybe you model your game after or you look at and say, hey, they do some things that I want to do because obviously you're unique. But who are some guys that you admire? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously Cole, a guy like that, uh, that played that played here. Um, I grew up uh, in the recruiting process watching that kid score goals, and that's something I try to do. And I think uh, like Alex Dabrinkit, I think like those guys are really – they're small guys, right shot, just hard to play against and uh, know how to capitalize and score and make plays. And uh, at the end of the day, they're winners. They're, they're very passionate for the game, and that's something that I try to be too. So just watching guys like those uh, and like guys like Braden Pointer are people I try to watch. What about your favorite team growing up? Were you a Wild fan? Uh, I was actually, uh, I mean, obviously you're a little bit of a Wild fan, but I, I was a Capitals fan growing up a little bit. I went to one of the games when I was younger, and it was like their jersey. I was in Washington, and it was like their jersey, like uh, season ticket holder auction night. And uh, I like brought like a shirt down, and like I had the whole team sign, the, the whole team like signed my shirt when I was like, I want to say like 10 years old, and that kind of, <laughs> made me uh, fall in love with them a little bit. And obviously they have guys like Ovechkin and them. And obviously uh, just like the way that the brand they play hockey is really fun to watch too. So the full autograph signing will get you hooked on a team pretty quickly. I imagine. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about your journey to Wisconsin. Tell me about Youngstown and how you ended up there. Yeah. So uh, obviously I didn't make the national program. And then there's a, there's a period where you can tender in the OSHL. And I was really considering tendering and, Ultimately, my shadow coach told me it's better to be overripe than underdeveloped. And so I was like, I'd rather go in and knowing I can truly like be that guy and help my team win a championship. And I didn't think I was ready for that yet. And so I went back to Shattuck for another year and then I just went the draft process and Youngstown took me uh, first overall. And then after my uh, Shattuck season, uh, I went and finished the rest of the season with them. And then we lost in the first round of the playoffs by Madison. And then next year I got ready over the summer. And then I came back to Youngstown and uh, played there all last year. So, Yeah, and you had a terrific season. You led the team in points. Uh, you had a lot of penalty minutes. You did it all, right? And then you ended up winning the Clark Cup as the USHL champion. So tell me how magical that season was, what it did for your game. And by the way, you got to do it with a lot of Blue Jackets prospects now as well, yeah. and Andrew Strathman and James Fisher. No, yeah, playing with uh, all those guys was truly special. We had uh, we had a bunch of draft picks on our team, obviously that got drafted, and it was a cool opportunity to be able to play with those guys. But it was it was honestly like it was it was Christmas time, and some teams get a little tired and burnt out. Like our team was, we were still joking and like we were so excited to come to the rink every day. And I think that's that was what was huge for our group. We were a close group, and we just loved going to the rink and kicking each other's asses and just getting better every day. Like we, we battle hard on the ice and be best friends off the ice. And I think uh, that was really huge for our team. And so like my roommate, Misiak, like I played with him on a line when he came half into the year and like I was living with the kid, like, it's just like, it was truly special to be able to share opportunities with him and the guys. And like there, it was, it was one of the most fun I've ever had playing hockey was there. So, and obviously winning a championship was special. So when did you commit to Wisconsin? Tell me about this process. And because you described, you know, staying an extra year at Shattuck. So when did the college recruitment start for you? Oh, yeah. So uh, I think it's like January 1st, your sophomore year. All the colleges can reach out. So like uh, January 1st, I, I had like 25 phone calls from different schools 
And so I kind of talked to all those guys and stuff like that. And then um, kind of, you can't commit yet. Played my whole sophomore year, just talking to him and stuff like that. And it's during COVID, so you can go on visits. So I do a lot of Zoom calls and stuff like that um, to kind of see the campus and um, show me like what they're about and stuff. And Tony Granato was the coach at the time. And he obviously uh, a very well-known guy and well-respected in hockey and still a good friend of mine. And um, he uh, he was really uh, good on me and trying to get me here and talked to Cole a couple of times. And uh, I committed junior year August like a month after we could like end of August and um yeah like I my final schools were like uh here in BU and um two completely different atmospheres but um yeah I mean it just came down to what Wisconsin has to offer here is truly you can't replicate it the nutrition aspect the the on ice stuff the weight room like they, it's the full package here and I want to play in the NHL and that's why I decided to come here because I think uh they have the program to help me do that. So, so you brought up the name Cole there, Cole Caulfield, right? Was that, yeah. I mean, was that a deciding factor in you choosing Wisconsin? Because you mentioned earlier, he and Alex Debrinkit, they're smaller guys, right shot guys, and they're scorers. And that's something that you are too. Is that a factor that played in? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, especially as Tony that is the coach, like I knew like how he developed Cole and like that's kind of something I wanted to do is develop a new guy like that. And uh, my good buddy, uh, I grew up playing with him my whole life. Strammel was here too. Yeah. And um, just, I mean, with everything, with all that, and then obviously the campus, uh, everything, like everything together just made it like the perfect fit for me. And um, the new coaching staff too, they've been great. Um, Coach Hastings, uh, Nodder, Oliver, Doc, like all those guys have been great. And I love it here. And uh, just, uh, I was excited. I'm excited how it's gone so far and how it's going to continue to keep going. So, yeah. Tell me what it's been like to make this transition to college hockey or 12 games into your NCAA career. Wisconsin has had a great turnaround this year. You're a top 10 team nationally. You guys were just ranked number one. I know probably not the series that you guys wanted against MSU. They were here in Columbus too. And I, I watched MSU play the Buckeyes. They're a solid, solid team, but you guys are still right there in the conversation and you're off to a good start, six points in your first 12 games. So what's it been like transitioning to the college game? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's just like the the pace is obviously a little higher and the kids are stronger and they're older, but it's been good. Obviously, uh, points-wise, not really where I want to be, but our team's winning and that's always good. And I think like I'd be worried if I wasn't getting the chances, but I am. So I think uh, just getting better every day and our coaching staff's great with trying to help little things to make you better every day. So uh, just sticking with with it and going to work and I think that's one thing our team does every week we come to the rink on Monday 7 30 for a workout and just uh go there and just with a smile on our face and uh grind it out for the day and it's it's been awesome here is anything about college life surprised you so far I know you've had to be a pretty independent kid for a while now you talk about Shattuck and then you're living with uh, a billet uh in Youngstown so not as much independence but you're still independent but college is another step so has anything stood out so far I mean, no, I think it's kind of like, honestly, like a bigger shattuck. Like you live okay. in the dorms and like the, obviously like all the class are in one big building, but like here, like you're um, scooting from class to class, <laughs> like after practice. So I think that's like the biggest thing is just scooting from class and sitting in lectures. And it's been nice. Like I have a bunch of teammates in all my classes, so it's uh, good to go there and spend time with them. But yeah, just like managing school, like it's a lot more school than I expected a little bit, but uh, it's been pretty good to manage with all the resources we have here. Do you have a major yet? Do you have any idea what you're planning on studying? Tell me about the stuff away from the ice. 
Yeah, so uh, I haven't really decided yet. I think I'll probably do something with personal finance or real estate or something along those lines. But I think like, yeah, like I'm, I'm just taking a bunch of classes right now, kind of feeling things out and seeing like where, what I want to do and where I want to go with that. But uh, yeah, it's been great. Just uh, only have like uh, go to class like two days, three days a week. So it's not nothing terrible. So spend a lot of time at the rink. Yeah, I know you guys are there to be hockey players, but I am always curious. Do you enjoy the school part of things? You just mentioned it right there, setting yourself up for a potential career after hockey, whether it's personal finance or real estate or something like that. Is that something that interests you? It's just good to always have something after hockey, too, because hockey doesn't go on forever. And at the end of the day, I probably want to end up being a coach of some sort or giving back to the community, like being a skills coach or something. But I think it's always just good to have a college degree, too, whether it's like leaving early or staying the whole four, leaving early and finishing online. Like, I know there's a bunch of NHL guys who have played here in the past. Like we're taking online classes still here to this day. So um, I think like just, it's just something you got to do. And it's just a part of the part of life you got to put up with. So what about the football games? I know that's a huge part of going to school at Wisconsin. Have you been able to go to any so far and have you enjoyed it? Yeah, no, it's been unbelievable. Uh, the football games are really cool. We went uh, their first home game and we went on the field. It was a pretty cool experience. And then uh, honestly, the volleyball games are pretty cool too. Mm. Volleyball team's really good. And I've, we've been to a couple of their games and their, their arena's always packed. So it's a cool atmosphere to watch. That's awesome. Are there any big series on the calendar that you're looking forward to? Yeah, I want, I'm looking forward to playing MSU again at the end of the year for sure. Kind of they took two from us at their barn and hopefully we can come back and uh, take two from them in our barn. And I think, uh, yeah, them and obviously uh, playing Michigan's pretty cool. So I like playing that. So both those teams are pretty, I'm pretty excited to go play. So. All right, let's take a step back and talk about this summer and being drafted by the blue jackets. Did you have any idea that it would be the blue jackets taking you when it came down to it? Like what were the conversations like with you guys leading into the draft? Yeah, I mean, I had uh, I've talked to them a couple times throughout the season, and then I had a really good interview with them at the combine, and uh, I was staying at the same hotel as them uh, at the draft. So I, I talked to uh, so the Midian. Uh, I know his two younger kids, and obviously his one kid's tendered with Youngstown. So I met his dad, and I met um, Dorset there before I was even drafted, and like I was just walking with Sasha, and just like we just ran into him and I just talked to him and stuff like that. And so I. I I, I knew they were interested for sure, but didn't really know like how interested and uh, just super excited. Obviously uh, I love the staff there and everything. So it was uh, pretty exciting and have uh, Sasha's younger brother, Wilson, run me the jersey is pretty cool too. So it was a pretty cool moment. Take me through that exact moment when you hear your name called, because I imagine it's like every emotion you could have possibly had in hockey coming together. You talked about it, getting the call to, uh, to play in the brick tournament earlier, right? Was it similar to that for you? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely more than that. But like, <laughs> I would say like, you kind of black out when you first get picked. Like, I didn't really remember much. I was kind of like hugged my family. Like I was super thankful to be there with them and in the moment. And, um, and then like when I, when you walked down the stairs and when Wilson was there and gave me my jersey, like it was just, I was just super happy and it was good to see him too. So. And how special was it for you that the Blue Jackets drafted your teammate in Youngstown, Andrew Strathman one round later? Yeah, no, it's, I've known, I've known him for a long time. I've played on a couple of USA tournaments with him and um, yeah, I mean, I've known him for a while and then I played all last year with him and I, I was sitting there and the lady told me that they, we just took him out. It was, it's super exciting. I love, I love the kid. He's a great kid. And he 
he's a great hockey player too. So it was super exciting to see his name get called by Columbus too. Did you know much about the Blue Jackets before the draft? Oh, a little bit because Sasha was practicing with us a lot um, after his Columbus uh, season. Like uh, he was practicing with our team. So talking to him a little bit and stuff like that. So a decent amount. You said it earlier that you like watching a lot of hockey, at least you used to. I know you're probably a little bit busier nowadays, but when you can, are you watching Blue Jackets games? Oh, yeah. Lifetime. <laughs> Tell me about uh, Blue Jackets development camp, because I imagine it's such a whirlwind right after you get drafted. Then you come right to the NHL city you were selected in. Um, so what was that like to play with all of those different players you were drafted alongside? And I know there, there are skill levels far and wide at Blue Jackets development camp. Some guys that have pro games under their belt, some guys that haven't even played junior hockey yet. So what was that like? Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was really cool to see all those different types of players and like where they come from, obviously like guys from the Q, the AHL and stuff like that. Like, I think it was cool to see like all those other guys, all those skilled players from all the different leagues. And it was just cool to see, like, take bits and pieces out of their game and see, like, what they do well and stuff like that. And it's just good to go out there and compete with them and be friends with them too. So I think uh, it was just a cool experience to be able to be on the same ice with those guys and know, like, who you're playing against and, like, what they're good at and stuff like that. So, Did you have a favorite thing that you were able to do when you were here in Columbus? I know it wasn't a long time, but did you have uh, anything that stood out? Uh, we did, we did a team bonding thing, um, that was pretty fun. We didn't, or, uh, probably the crew game, the soccer game is pretty cool. I like that a lot. So going there was a pretty cool experience. So you get your first taste of the blue jackets organization there in July for development camp. Did they have any conversations with you after that in terms of what they want to see from you, what they have goal, what they have in mind for you goals for you going into this season at Wisconsin? Yeah, the biggest thing for me was just to get stronger. Obviously, five eight, um, not not the tallest. So I got to be really strong. And um, yeah, so that was like the one message they had for me is just keep continuing to get better every day, but really focus on your strength in the weight room. And I think uh, that's one thing that I've really improved here a ton at Wisconsin is our strength coach and our strength program is the real deal here. And I've gotten a lot stronger, move move things faster, better, and everything. So uh, that's one thing that I'm gonna continue to work on, but just keep getting bigger, faster, and stronger. As far as it goes with any other personal goals for the rest of this season, does anything come to mind? Like, do you have numbers that you want to hit this year? I know it's a team sport and everything like that, but is there anything else? Yeah, I mean, obviously I want to win a national championship with our team, but I think uh, there's not really a, a number for me. I think uh, just uh, get scoring and uh, help produce that way. And I think, uh, I think it's going to come around quickly. So I'm excited and uh, just continuing to get better and uh, help my team win games. All right, let's talk about you a little bit more away from the ice. If William Whitelaw is on a long road trip, what are you doing on the bus or in the plane? Ooh, it's a long road trip, probably napping a little bit, napping <laughs> on the bus for sure. Or uh, last year, we'd play a lot of Among Us on the bus as a team. Co coaches don't really like it because we're barking the whole time on the bus. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like to watch some Netflix sometimes or uh, – play like some games with the boys and the boss like cards or on the phone or whatever. But yeah, that's pretty much what I do. What do you watch on Netflix? Oh, whatever's going like uh, some, I usually like to throw on an Adam Sandler show, whatever it is, whether it's like big daddy or something like that. So something funny. So movies over TV for you. Oh yeah, probably. Big okay. Movie. Okay. Is there anything that you're into right now? 
Uh, not too much right now, especially with all the school going on. And like, uh, we have a lot of exams lately, so not really watching a lot of movies, but, uh, the boys been playing some Fortnite, So that's what we've been doing a little bit. I'm <laughs> so. All right. That was my next question. If you're, you're into any video games, anything outside of Fortnite, or is that pretty much it with you guys? Not, not the greatest at video games. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't play a lot. So, but when I do, uh, I play Fortnite with the boys, big team guy, carry the med kits around and stuff like that. And just reviving the guys, just helping them win, just being a good team guy. So that's kind of my role. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. I like that. Uh, as far as it goes with music, when you're just chilling or you're in your car, what are you listening to? And then what are you into pumping up for a game? Yeah, I like uh, definitely in my car, a bunch of country, a big country guy, like guys like Morgan Wallen and uh, uh, Zach, Zach Ryan's really good too. So guys like that. And then uh, before game, kind of rap, whatever – uh, whatever the guys throw on, uh, not the ox guy in the room. So just whatever the, uh, they're feeling. So it changes week to week, game to game. So are you a concert guy at all? No, I'm, I've actually, the only concert I've went to is like, uh, Justin Bieber when I was younger. <laughs> That's so, incredible. All right. Yeah. Well, you, you got to get to some shows when you're here in Columbus one day, a lot of good shows come through. So that'll give you the opportunity, right? Oh Yeah. What's the outlook for William Whitelaw for the rest of this season, just getting more and more accustomed to the college hockey game? Yeah, no, not even that. I think just uh, relying on, like, my instincts and stuff like that and just continuing, like, to be able to make an impact right now, I think that's something I can do and that's something I'm going to do. And I think, uh, yeah, just uh, continue to help my team win and uh, hopefully start scoring a couple more goals. So, All right, the last thing I got for you, I know it's early right now, but do you know what the offseason looks like for yourself? Who are you skating with? Things like that. Yeah, so in the offseason, we spend uh, eight weeks here. So uh, we'll be in the gym for uh, like an hour and a half every day, uh, just getting bigger, faster, and stronger. And uh, and then we we obviously skate here, but coaches can't come on the ice, so we do a bunch of skill skates here. But, yeah, that's pretty much my summer is being here and then uh, being um, and then going to Columbus for dev camp. All right, William. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this, and we're rooting for you this year. Best of luck as you continue the season with the Badgers. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Again, that's Blue Jackets prospect and University of Wisconsin forward William Whitelaw. Huge thanks to William for taking the time in what I am sure is a very busy week for him. He's a college student dealing with Thanksgiving, and on top of that, he's got to get ready for a series this weekend. The Badgers are taking on Alaska Anchorage back-to-back Friday and Saturday in Madison, so he's got to deal with Thanksgiving, then get prepared for that. And he also took the time to talk with us, so I really, really appreciate William Whitelaw for taking the time. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, Wisconsin's a Big Ten team. Ohio State is a Big Ten team, so will William Whitelaw be coming to Columbus at any point this season? Well, the answer is yes. I've got good news as the Badgers will take on the Buckeyes Friday, February 16th and Saturday, February 17th, so you can catch those guys in action and see William Whitelaw for yourself. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Pipeline Podcast presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Like I mentioned, thanks to William Whitelaw. A huge thank you as well to the University of Wisconsin Communications Department for setting that up. And as always, thank you for taking the time to listen. We'll do it again very, very soon. But until then, have a happy Thanksgiving.